Hayes. It is your host, Hayes Hopes, here with you to talk about all things cannabis, LGBTQ, and mental health related. Hello, everyone. I have Joey Wynn here from Philadelphia. He is co-founder and CEO of Captain Terps. How are you doing today, Joey? Pretty good. How are you? Pretty good. Got a good start today. I had, I had some coffee, so I'm like on my shit right now. <laughs> yeah, well, I had I didn't have my coffee yet today. I, I got done training and went to my usual coffee spot in Fishtown and like the line, it, it looked like it was going to be like a 30 minute wait and I was already in my car driving, so I was not going to stop. What coffee that. spots do you go to? For everybody listening, me and Joey actually found out we live like down the street from each other, which is like super like. <laughs> dangerously close <laughs> yeah i we're close to little Susie's, so i drove by there i have to check them out i go to um shoot i forget the name there's like a really cute coffee shop next to green eggs have you ever been there i think so an american what green eggs on american or gerard the one like right down the street from us there's one down the street from us yeah <laughs> I did not know. Dude, <laughs> it's like across from the beer distributor. It's like like you go past Planet Fitness and it's on the left. All right, we're going there sometimes. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't know that. Oh, my girlfriend just texted me. It's called the Coffee House. <laughs> so yeah, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? And you're an entrepreneur. Can you dive a little bit further into that? Yeah, so uh, I guess like I'll start off with what I do. And that's like, I'm a consultant for a very large accounting slash advisory firm in center city but yeah i on top of that i'm ceo and founder of captain terps infusions it is a startup company that does cbd and thc infused beverages we focus our main product is on thc and cb infused cold brew coffee amazing and that's a flagship product i i've been working on it for five years now i I import coffee from Bali a couple of years back, figure out how to roast it. And then I figured out that I could infuse coffee with cannabinoids. Amazing. And that became a dangerous little thing for us <laughs> because we figured out that cannabinoids actually help out athletes in recovery with CBD, the wide array of cannabinoids that are out there. So my senior year, I ended up not rowing because I had a collapsed lung. So or yeah, let me rewind a little bit. I, I used to row for Temple. Okay. And then, uh, I ended up not rowing my senior year because my lung collapsed and I never really fully recovered from that. Mm-hmm. So I had to just like take my spare time and start a company that could help other people, I guess, and help right. bring awareness to our industry. That led into Bandito Joe's, which is a company I started in college. And that was at the time only focused on CBD because that's all we really could do. The the uh, farm bill, the 2018 farm bill just passed at that time. Right. So we're being super hype about it, but it <laughs> it opened doors for everyone to start entering the market. Mm-hmm. But no one really was regulating it, so there were like there were really good products out there. And then there's like the typical snake oil slash gas station products, you know? I literally was about to say like the gas station, like I'd have people text me like, oh, I saw CBD water in a gas station or CBD oil. I'm like, please don't buy that. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's, it's 
so that's why as bandito joes we focus on quality and bringing the most boldly potent and strong product out there for people Mm -hmm. as well as clean because we didn't want people drinking mids essentially right that led into cap and terps because i wanted to do thc cold brew as well but because bandito joes was a pa based company had to move operations to new jersey okay start a whole new company there so that i could try to apply for license and try to get a processing micro license how is that process right now we're still in the process of getting the license or like trying to get one and it's it's kind of hectic we we're talking to lawyers and people and it's just figuring out what we can and can't do and figuring out the money situation as well as how we're gonna navigate through the market and industry yeah i feel like it's just like a hot mess everywhere because different states are getting legalized but like certain counties aren't and it's it's I mean, it's a new it's market, a, so it's in the state level and then the federal level too. It's yeah, it's, yeah. We're like running into. I don't want to say that issue, but I, I know when we were speaking personally, I was telling you about how uh, my partners and I and a, a few other people are trying to open up a dispensary in Jersey, and we ran into that problem as well. But like, kind of capitalized on it because the county or the area that we picked said yes, but the surrounding county said no. So like a county, for those who don't know, a county, like the state can say yes to cannabis, but a county can say no. So that's why you might not see a dispo within like your area, because um, that means that like, you know, the citizens and the community voted that they didn't want it. So that's why like we, we picked one that was like in the middle of two no's. So the people who actually want it can come from those areas into where we potentially be opening it up. So I definitely feel the struggle so what led you to the names uh, like Captain Terps and Bandito Joe? Bandito Joe is a nickname my coach called me one day, and it was, it was just it just caught on, I guess, and we just like kept saying Bandito Joe's, and oh. that just that became our name a while ago, and then Captain Terps just kind of came out of nowhere. <laughs> it was oh, like happens, yeah. we, were, we were trying to we were trying to think of a new name for the Jersey-based company, but obviously not make it Bandito Joe's. Yeah. But also try to be semi-relevant to the industry we're operating in. Right. So we figured Captain Terps Infusions would work best. Love it. Cool. What What do you feel, aside from, you know, obviously getting the license and everything, what do you feel has been the biggest struggle over the past five years for you? Struggle and, like, also, like, biggest opportunities you feel like you've ran across? That's a great question because it's the same answer for both. It's education and breaking stigma. Like mm-hmm. the biggest thing that Captain Terps focuses on is aside from the coffee and bringing a quality product to the consumer market, it's also to focus highly on education and breaking stigma. We want to in- empower our consumers with the knowledge they need to make informed decisions to get the right products in their body and not just like some gas station CBD mm-hmm. that they think will recover or help with their anxiety. No, it turns out you might need a select profile of terpenes like myrcene, limonene, and maybe some CBD or CBN to help. It, right. it, I don't know. It, it depends on the person. So it's right. That's why we're trying to empower people with that education so that they could make those decisions for themselves. But trying to do that, I guess, is also hard because 
we're young and especially with me it's like people are going to question where do you get your knowledge from or where where are you getting this information it's a lot of experience and it's just trial and error and learning through educating yourself and learning through failure which kind of sucks it's like (laughs) it's necessary Oh yeah, we've we've definitely run into that a lot over the past five years as well. And I even just had this conversation with a, a student that was interviewing me for for one of their classes, and he asked me what like our biggest issue has been, and it kind of runs into the same thing where I want us to be able to educate people on our clients and their products and what they're consuming and giving them the best stuff. But the issue that we run into is the platforms that we have to be able to do that are extremely limited because everybody's on social media but you know like that world they don't they don't like us (laughs) and they don't let us get the education out there which is so frustrating because the ones that they let get out there are the the guys with all this money but not enough education so to a uninformed or misinformed market at times and Mm -hmm. and that that's that's what we're trying to work on it's like breaking stigma and stuff like that like for example like people think thc is everything like thc percentage is the biggest thing when it comes to smoking and it really isn't for most people it's the terpene profiles Mm -hmm. and so like you see products on the market with boasting super high thc levels and then you see others boasting high living soil or living soil products that are boasting higher terpene profiles because they have more like more diverse array of what's in there essentially you see one and then you see the other it's hard to differentiate and tell which one's gonna be more effective for you until you understand what you're going for essentially and what it means so like what you want to just get fucked up all day like go for the high thc all day but you also want to get fucked up enjoy your high and have the entourage effect, you'd go for the living soil because right. you know that the turkey would provide what you need. Can you explain a little bit more so about the difference between THC and terpenes? I honestly am like super uneducated when it comes to that type of stuff, like myself. I mean, to put in perspective for those who are listening, me and Joey had a podcast call <laughs> prior to this, but I got a little bit too high. And I, I know that you're like super educated or more so than I am on how to avoid that maybe. Right. So yeah, a lot of the time it's knowing your dispensary and knowing who's at the dispensary too. Like sometimes some dispensaries are focused on purely sales. And in those cases, they'll try to push you to the high THC stuff because that's that's what fetches the largest ticket nowadays mm-hmm. or has the highest markup as well because it's software mids essentially. Right. And that's really not what you want to be smoking because it's if it's not flushed out properly, you're smoking all those chemicals essentially, or it's going, you're wow. ingesting it, or it's, or it's interfering with the flavor and the smoke. It, it basically just fucks everything up. Yeah. Short. Whereas with living soil, it's, it doesn't have salts to begin with. It's just all pure, like natural, bioactive soil with like, ice pods and little bugs that eat shit and turn into compost. The general principle is just with living soil, you don't have to use artificial nutrients or artificial salt nutrients. And in that way, you don't have to flush shit out. With that being said, how, how has your process been learning about cannabis and the science of growing it 
and terpenes and THC and CBD alongside with coffee and brewing your own coffee and the benefits of coffee and then like the combination. What have you learned and what do you think is like most beneficial consuming, you know, infused cold brew? So I'm a big proponent of balance in all facets of life and areas. So I spent four years studying coffee before I dove into these companies. Um, I would tour the coffee shops around Philly, pick their brands on how they're roasting their beans, how they're brewing their cold brew, what type of ratios they're using, what water, what different temperatures and stuff like that. And from there, I was able to just understand the nuances of coffee and how it worked in general. Mm-hmm. And I took that understanding and paired it with my understanding of cannabis from consuming it. <laughs> yeah, I guess over <laughs> consuming it now. Yeah. <laughs> I just did the math in my head and it's like, yikes, it's almost a decade. For me, it's like that combination is like I have ADHD. And when I wake up in the morning, and I think compared to me just having like a hit alone. I feel better when I have coffee with it. But if I have like weed alone, I'm paranoid and spacey. But then when I bring like the coffee combination, it kind of just like levels me out, if that makes sense. Is there, do you know if there's a reason for that or like? So usually the reason why I added CBD to coffee was because people had the opposite effect of what was happening to you. Mm-hmm. People would get this from drinking coffee or they get the jitters and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I introduced CBD to counteract that as well as fight anxiety, as well as help aid with recovery for athletes that drink this coffee. So I don't know the exact science behind that because it varies between different people. Right, right. Yeah. Based on caffeine tolerance and psychological state and how caffeine affects psych. So it's, it gets into a great, I'm not informed enough about. Yeah. I mean, how could you be? That's like such a new market um, for like cannabis and even like combining like THC and CBD with it. But I've noticed for myself, it, it definitely like levels me out when I do both. I don't feel as foggy during the day. Like if I was just smoke weed by itself. So that's what interests me like so much about the combination of cold brew and CBD or cold brew and THC and Captain Terps, because I feel like for a lot of people that would be beneficial, especially during like a work day, or like you said, for athletes who are in recovery. I, I think it's about balance. Like I said earlier, it's about balancing everything. So like with the coffee itself, I calculated it out to have around 120 milligrams of caffeine based mm-hmm. on how we roast the beans and how long we brew them for. From there, we also have about 42 milligrams of CBD per cold brew. Oh, that's a lot. Cold brews. Yeah. So it balances out the, the jitters and the Every, caffeine. Yeah. Well. So what yeah. happens is you get, a, you get a flow state. You get into a flow state where you're naturally energetic, but focused as well, but not hyper. If that yeah. Makes sense. You're calm and sharp. I mean, I had I had coffee and I hit in my pen right before this. So, and I definitely mm-hmm. feel like that nice level. Yeah, I have some CBD cold brews in the fridge. I got some over to you. Oh, amazing. Really- I would love to try it. Yeah, I, I think it's just like a super good combination. And I think a lot of people love coffee. And I think a lot of people love weed. And like we were saying earlier, like the, the gas, even the CBD, like the gas station CBD or the CBD that people aren't really like educated on, and they don't know what to get or consume, they are steered away from it, which is super unfortunate. And I think 
a lot of the times for people who drink coffee, if, if you smoke too much and then you have coffee, that's like disaster. But if you have the ratio, like you said, that good level, I think that it can like bring people into a really good headspace and more motivation to like get things done, but have that like creativeness from THC or duty. So one of our biggest customers the other day from our pop-up show in AC was this rapper slash producer actually no way who cold brew to like to go into the studio with so he could get energetic and hype without like his throat getting burnt with blunts right yeah as like a rapper too you don't want like yeah you don't want your vocal cords harmed or whatnot so right he was a big proponent of it and he was walking around drinking the cold brew and spin bars (laughs) it was kind of cool yeah there you go it's it's nice seeing stuff like that in real life. Like, it's very rewarding and it, it makes me happy because it shows that I'm actually helping other people make informed decisions or make better decisions for themselves. Yeah, for and sure. There is not enough. Not that there isn't enough education. There needs to be more. It's not that it's not there, at least like at surface level. But I think the access to education is where it's lacking. I think that people who aren't involved in the industry, like we are, like, it's hard for me to step out and like have that, that perspective because I'm like so involved. But for the people that I've talked to that are outside of the industry, they're not educated at all. And it's not the nuances that we deal with. Exactly. And there's articles and blogs out there, but like, how do we get them to read it? How do we get them to be involved? And obviously I think like bud tenders, that's a, a big thing since we don't really have like platforms to share education how we'd like to. So I think, you know, just educating our bud tenders and having products that maybe like have like brochures and education is really important as well. That's kind of what we do with our products. We have like little blurbs talking about the product and why it's effective. We also do our Instagram page. And what we do on there is we post a lot about topics such as what THC versus CBD is or topics that inform people that are just getting into this stuff. Yeah. So like if, if you honestly, if you want it, you could get like a pretty good baseline understanding of cannabis just by scrolling through the Captain Terps post. There we honestly. go. Yeah. And we're going to, so, we're going to drop the, all your handles and your, in your bio with this episode released that way everyone has access to contacting you and the education that you put out there because it is really important that being said what advice do you have to someone who wants to get started in the the cannabis industry whether it's as a bud tender or as an entrepreneur or someone who would you know like to brew coffee and combined you know THC and CBD what what's the best advice you feel like you can give someone the two biggest things I'd focus on as someone getting into this industry is education and networking. Yeah. Um, and the reason why I say education is it's breaking aw- it's bringing awareness to certain topics that need awareness brought to them, such as the debate between living soil versus salts, hash rosin versus CRC or butter or BHO, um, Delta eight versus THC. Right. That's it's it's a lot of those like and that understanding doesn't come until you understand what those things even are so like you can't you can't tell a patient what they really need if you don't know what what this (laughs) does to anyone 
so it's like you know what I mean yeah I guess like I would focus a lot on educating yourself about the industry and the little nuances about it and its issues but also network to get a to get more of an understanding and a deeper level of understanding yeah that's how you how you could kind of tell like you can tell early on through your market and your networks I think and through networking it comes more education too which is super important obviously and yeah I think I have to agree with both of those honestly and that's kind of the advice I would give as well just like educate yourself and get to know the industry and the people that are in the community and the people who are in in the industry and to wrap it up what do you feel is the future of cannabis products and not only cannabis products but your products at Captain Turks so those two kind of go hand in hand I feel like because Captain Turks wants to stay on the cutting edge of innovation or the leading edge of cannabis and stay on the forefront of it so we want to keep innovating and finding the newest and most effective ways to get cannabinoids into beverages or edibles for our consumers to have to have exactly what they need so we want to have a diverse array of products for everyone yeah honestly the future of cannabis products is going to be living soil grown new living soil grown flour hash rosin rather than bho honestly i i see living soil and hash rosin as the two biggest things coming up and then that leads into the edible market as well right once more people know what hash rosin is more and more people are going to start using it for other things it the, the applications are endless it's just a matter of timing and how well people are doing it it's it's about finding the right producers and suppliers Fair enough. Yeah, I totally have to agree with you. And yeah, thank you so much for joining me today. And I hope everything goes well with Cap and Turps. I hope to try some of the coffee soon. And I'll have to visit you at one of the pop-ups. And yeah, we live right down the street. So we have to go to Green Eggs because I can't believe you didn't know that was there. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Joey. We will talk soon. And yeah, good luck with everything. Thank you for having me, Katie. Good luck to you, too. Do be gay. Do be gay.